This is the Come Follow Me podcast with Jaron Bunny. Each week, I'll get with a group of church members from the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints in the Los Angeles area to discuss the Come Follow Me manual. One of the greatest blessings of the atonement is its power to heal divisions. Even just hearing people's testimonies. Recently, I've really been just like drawing so much from them. Their interpretations, feelings, and insights to help you study. Hi, welcome back to another Come Follow Me episode. This episode, I got to talk to my friends Maddie and Faith, and we talked a lot about unity, which was really great. But for some reason, my volume for Maddie got off a little bit, and it got a little muffled. So I had to turn up the volume, but now the volume levels are a little bit off. So that's why you might hear some differences. But still has a lot of great truth, and we got to talk a lot about our feelings about unity. All right, let's get started. Now you just go for it. We are excited. Okay, welcome back to another Come Follow Me podcast episode, episode two, season two. Um, And we're studying 1 Corinthians 1 through 7, be perfectly joined together. And I got here two new uh, guests. What are your names? Hi, I'm Maddie Blake. I'm Faith Ivory. Yeah. Hi, hi. And you guys, okay, friends for a while. How do you guys know each other? Yeah. Yes. We were friends from college. I don't remember how we met, but I feel like we've known each other for a while. Yeah. And I'm very happy. I'm very happy when I moved out here that Maddie was out here. Yeah. We ran around similar circles. Yeah, we like, uh, the, like, Diagram overlapped a little, but But it's been fun to know each other more. I love that. And now we're all in the same ward, so even better. Very fun. Yeah, and Maddie is like my neighbor, which is fun. I just walked over here. I know, I'm excited about that. (laughs) Yeah. It's so close to friends. It really is. It makes a difference, especially here in Los Angeles, because you could like live so far away from your friends. Okay, so I always do this, and every time my guests are always like, what? First impressions and feelings on this lesson plan. What do you think? You go first. I was spooked a little bit. (laughs) I'm not going to lie. Like, I feel like most of the time I have been trying to be a lot better about doing Come Follow Me. Yeah. And I've been getting, like, really great messages out of them of, like, hope and other, like, I think this one was just harder to follow. Yeah, it was all over the place. Yeah, like we talked at church for a second, but I feel like it had it was going somewhere, then it went somewhere else. But maybe <laughs> it's just like the theme of like, like being you, like having unity is like so broad and it, it can have broad, different. Yes. Like well, it applies to so many different things. Yeah, so well, it, yeah. it hits the things, but like first off, I was like, whoa. This is a lot yeah. to, like, go over. And it's a lot of chapters. Yeah. It's interesting. This part of the New Testament is interesting to me because it's Paul and he's writing these letters. Yes. Saints who are, like, newly converted. Yes. And he's far from. Right. So he's, like, addressing multiple concerns and multiple issues. Yeah. In, I can imagine just getting a letter from the First Presidency that's, like, the like, warden needs this. Yeah, you're doing it wrong. It could be, it, I don't know. It's kind of all over the place, but it's, it's interesting to see that they chose the, like, title of the chapter to be, like, be perfectly joined together. Yeah. Because like, oh, yeah. Yeah. it, yeah, 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 yeah. That's what they wanted us to see, the overall theme for this. Yeah. Because it could have gotten into a lot of different directions. Yeah, definitely. 
Well, um, so you kind of touched on it that he's Paul's writing letters. Um, and there was this, okay, I found some cool facts about this. Um, this epistle was likely written earlier than any of the other New Testament books, including the Gospels. If this is true, Paul's brief references to this Last Supper, the crucifixion, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ, found in 1 Corinthians 11, 23-26, and 15, 3-4, they are the earliest New Testament accounts of these events. That's cool. That's really cool. Isn't that rad? Yeah, I didn't That's know awesome. that. Nor did I. I read that in this, like, student manual. <laughs> I was like, dude, yeah. The history and the context. Yeah. So another one was just how, okay, so Paul had established a Christian branch, and so it's just called Corinth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's in Greece, right? Uh-huh. During his second missionary journey, Paul remained in Corinth for 18 months, proclaiming the gospel and organizing the church. Later, while Paul was preaching in Ephesus during the third missionary journey, he received communication from the church members in Corinth. He wrote a response to the branch, but unfortunately, this epistle was lost and is therefore not a part of the scriptural canon. Later, Paul received another report from the church members in Corinth concerning problems in the church there. Hence, the epistle known today as 1 Corinthians is actually Paul's second letter to the members in Corinth. Which is, I I like to know that it's a response. Yeah. Because then it seems less less harsh maybe like it seems like they probably these were the things they were thinking of or like realized there were problems yes and asking for help um i don't know because some of it's a little bold and <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's, it's wisdom and advice but i i like knowing that the saints were looking for yeah because it's paul's response to infer the actual questions and issues that the letter raised mm-hmm. which is really really cool yeah yeah, and I think it's important to think about it like that, like you're saying, because sometimes I feel like when you're reading, even if you can just, like, dive in after you've, like, been doing other things, it, like, almost is shocking because you're like, oh, my gosh, like, where is everything coming from? Yeah. So it is really helpful to, like, know the history. Know the history. Yeah. For sure. And I, like, wrote down in my notes, like, man, it must have been really hard to organize a church without the communication that we have now. Yeah. And, like, the help that the First Presidency has now, right? Because, right. like, with communication, like, I'm sure, I, I guess you could get miscommunication within bishops or something, maybe. But we have such an organized system that it's easy for us to just re, you know, yeah. no, fix things. So, yeah. So, that was what's happening. And the question that the first part is asking, or it just says... As we prepare to read Paul's words, it might be helpful to examine our own readiness to receive truth, including our willingness to heed the Spirit and strive for unity within our families, with our fellow saints, and with God. So, I guess we should just dive into the unity part, really. So, 1 Corinthians 1, 10-17, the members of Christ's church are united. Um, so reading these chapters, I felt, I really liked, okay, 1 Corinthians 3, 10 through 11. Does anyone have that part of this, right? Yeah. Okay. I got it. Okay. (laughs) Okay. According to the grace of God, which is given unto me as a wise master builder, I have laid the foundation and another buildeth thereon, but let every man take heed how he buildeth thereupon. For other foundation can no man lay then that is laid, which is Jesus Christ. 
I just really love imagery. Mm-hmm. And so reading that, I was like, oh, I love how like the master builder, like you build with the foundation of Christ and like you get to decide like what foundation you want to build it on. Yeah. But I really, I don't know why I really like stuck out those chapters in that section that I was reading. Mm-hmm. Anything that you guys thought? Yeah, I think, well, I was looking um, kind of in chapter two, uh, verse four and five really stood out to me. Okay. And it's, and my speech and preaching was not with enticing words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration of the spirit and of power, that your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. And, like, this is, like, it's a very big statement. Yeah. And, like, just, like, understanding that, like, maybe we don't know, like, anything as man. But, like, also, <laughs> what I really liked is, like, I've been thinking a lot about unity and just, like, the church's, um, like, community and how yeah. it is so good. But at the same time, I feel like we create, like, a culture that can I think people have a hard time with. Yeah. But what's been really cool, like... Just, like, living out in L.A., kind of out of Utah, I've been able to, like, even, like, see how I love, like, the culture and how it, like, makes me feel so good. And even just hearing people's testimonies recently, I've really been just, like, drawing so much from them. And, like, and it's really cool because this makes me think of, like, even, like, the words of man's wisdom is, like, given to us, like, through God. And, like, this times where you bear your testimony, I think, like, unifies like the ward so much and just being able to like glean like from each other but like from our understanding of like our heavenly father is like a super special like experience that we're able to have and I really do feel like so much like like when I go to church I do like feel better like I have a lot of friends that don't come Sundays often and like I feel like their Sundays feel a little bit more like I visit them after and hang I feel like maybe their Sundays feel a little bit off. Like, they feel like they're, like... I feel like it's just, like, it brings me, like, peace to, like, kind of come in unity together and kind of try to understand we are just man, but, like, we have this opportunity to, like, learn from each other and learn from, like, Heavenly Father. And it's really a great thing. There is something about, like, people that have the common, like, belief system or, like, even if, like someone believes in God. It's so exciting. Like I I went to this show and this, um, guy talked about how he believed in God. And I went up to him afterwards and I was like, I believe in God. And it was like this like (laughs) unity that we had. It was like something special. Cause it was like, wait a second. Like we both believe in God because it's becoming harder and rarer. It's less common. I think that scripture is very interesting. I I, like sat with it for a while because, um, there's also scriptures that say, like, and we've been commanded to, like, seek out of the best books yeah. to, like, learn. And um, I feel like there is truth in a lot of man, like, mm-hmm. yeah, a lot of definitely. different religions and thinkers. Um, but I think it's important that it's, it's, it says that your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power mm-hmm. of God. And there's a difference between wisdom and power. Yeah. And also, it's not a matter of, like what you learn from or like it's a matter of what your faith is in the fact that our faith is in god's power which is brought to us through the atonement is really kind of a beautiful thing like knits it all together yeah, yeah. which actually i was kind of going back to the the unity thing yeah um i i i sat with these scriptures for a while because i kind of like they're kind of the standout ones of like these chapters and yeah I just kind of like 
what do what do these mean for me? And when I when I hear unity, like sometimes I'm just like, I don't have a family. Like I don't have my own family. Right. I'm not trying to create unity within my children. Mm-hmm. Um, unity within a ward, I understand, is like a general concept. Um, but I was I was reading it and it was talking about divisions. Oh. And then in chapter thirteen it says, "Is Christ divided?" And I was realizing that. Um, one of Christ's main purposes and like one of the greatest blessings of the atonement is its power to heal divisions, mm. which I feel like is something that the world is very divided right, like, right now, very divided. Mm-hmm. And um, this is an interesting chapter because he's talking about how um, the saints are kind of like leaning towards the person that baptized them. Like, yeah. Some of Paul, some are Apollo, and he's saying like, we're all of Christ and like, mm. um, he is not divided. And I just, I just was thinking of that as like the power of the atonement as something that heals and that unites um, relationships, um, like the differences in between like our expectations, even of ourselves. Um, it gives us like the strength and enabling power to like feel more whole. It's because Christ is love, and love just heals. Not to get super hippie, when you just like are full of love. And even if someone's coming at you with an opposing difference, it doesn't affect you as much because you just love them. So, yeah. I really like that because I feel like, especially, like, just in my, like, job a lot, I feel sometimes a lot of pressure. Not pressure, but almost, like, uh, judgment. Like, not for not, like, acting certain ways, but just, like, of because of my beliefs people have certain judgments and it's very interesting to kind of act like a I don't know like give a good like representation of like the church and like as well as like when I come home like to Utah even to my family just like trying to like I totally felt like a mediator recently like (laughs) trying to explain both sides of like a lot of issues and like where people are coming from and I really love like Maddie pointing that out because like believing in something is literally what I like always bring like my core testimony down to when people don't like know why I like am a Mormon I'm like why like I why not believe in something you know what I mean like even people who really I've had like a hard time with religion when I say that they do like pause because they're like realize maybe they're not believing in anything you know That's gonna and, be scary. I know that's gotta be so <laughs> scary. I'm like, I would feel so I lost. Feel very lost. And just like thinking of like how believing in things and like being kind and like this acceptance of like Jesus Christ like can unify us and like make us feel whole is like amazing. And like that's even a message I want to like continue to like tell everyone because it it, it does feel very divided. Like yeah. even in my even with, like, going home, I feel, like, the division when I have a lot of similar opinions with them, but I just feel, like, they're also, like, upset about things. Yeah. So, it's just been this, I love that, because, like, what you really can come down to is not just, like, the faith, like, the love of the church, but it's, like, healing you, and, like... Yeah. It's all about unity. I yeah. Think the gospel, really. I think God is very concerned with relationships. Yeah. Like, that's the importance of family. And For sure. And, and I feel like one of the strongest powers of the atonement is the ability to heal us yeah. and to, 
bring us in unity with each other, with ourselves, and with God. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's all about trying to, like, bridge that gap of what yeah. we lack and what we want to get better. But you remind me when you're speaking of, well, they go on in the same chapter, chapter 1, verse 20, 22, it says, For the Jews require a sign, and the Greeks speak oh, yeah. of wisdom, mm-hmm. but we, pre- we preach Christ crucified. So we preach Christ crucified. We preach the atonement. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I was thinking, once again, like, what does that mean to preach Christ? Mm-hmm. So that can come off as, like, a little bit... Preachy. I don't know. Pre- <laughs> really preachy. No, it's, it's yeah. hard sometimes to know when it's okay to just, like, tell your beliefs or... Because right. it does feel preachy right. at times. But then I was thinking, what is Christ crucified? What is the atonement? Mm-hmm. What are those blessings in my life that I'm willing to preach? And oh, I yeah. can preach, but... Yeah. Like hope. Talk about grace, Talk about even. Yeah. It brings yeah. me hope. It brings me happiness. Family. It brings mm-hmm. me the like recognition that I can change, held down to the mistakes that I've made, that mm-hmm. I can like have a source of power to help me to become better. Mm-hmm. Um, or you can cope with things better too, like um, grief. Yeah. If, so, if a loved one passed away, it's so much easier to cope with. Yeah. And those are all ways of preaching Christ without necessarily. Exp- like you don't always have to explain who Christ is and what He's done, but yeah. you can have you can spread the hope of the fruits of the of His existence and of yeah. his, his atonement. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. And I think a lot of things too. I think with my own testimony, it's like reading these scriptures kind of stood out to me because I was understanding more like okay, I maybe don't know everything. Like man doesn't know everything. But, like, I can trust in the power of God. And that's what, like, first, like, came off the page to me. And I was, like, that's, like, true. Like, mm-hmm. I really do get, like, confused with some things. And I don't know if, like, I'll ever figure them out. But, like, and that's just being man. And, like, yeah. trusting in the power of God is, like, such a powerful and, like, happy thing that I we can do. Which is, like, yeah. such a blessing. Because it, like we were saying, it gets, like, it gets so confusing. But, like, just having that, like, it's almost like a rod that you hold. <laughs> but, like, you're just, like, you have a path. You have a path, and you're, like, it's it's just, you trust in the power right. of God, and if there's shortcomings, and you have shortcomings, we it's okay. Do. Yeah. You know? And that's what, like, I it's love. It's, like, not giving up. It's yeah. just being, like, okay, maybe I let go for a little bit. I'm yeah. Back on. Yeah. And the power of God is something you experience. Yeah. It's your experiential, like, evidence of why you believe these things. Like, yeah. I trust in the power of God because I have felt comforted when mm-hmm. I am, would normally feel despair. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Things like that, which is, it's not just wisdom and counsel or advice that you've heard in the world. It's experiences that you've had. So... Let's see what it says. Um, While it's good, even encouraged to seek wisdom wherever we can find it, Paul gave some strongly worded warnings (laughs) about flawed human wisdom, which he called the wisdom of this world. As you read 1 Corinthians 1, 17 through 25, ponder what this phrase might mean. What do you think Paul meant by wisdom of God? Why do you need God's wisdom to accomplish God's work? Um, and okay, so I was, again, looking at the student or teacher manual Mm -hmm. and they made a very interesting analogy where they talked about like, if you had, um, musical instruments and then you had medical instruments and you tried to use like a medical instrument for music or a music instrument for a medical purpose, it would be 
really hard to do. And they're like, in the same way, we must use instruments and methods for teaching and understanding spiritual matters that are different from the instruments and methods used for teaching and understanding worldly matters. I was like, yeah, that's kind of cool. Like imagery of like seeing how we use different tools and methods to understand God's words. When I first moved out here, someone was talking about, um, how we, who are like our false gods. And it was super interesting to me because we do put so much weight into like our friends. Like I never thought of it like this. I'm always like, oh yeah, like a golden statue that everyone's like. But actually it was cool to put it in our own times of like, not even like celebrities, but sometimes, but which can be like Instagram. It could be apps that you're idol. And it was interesting to think like, even like your friend's words of like, you just are giving into every word, even though. Like, you're like, I, I don't, I like, you trust your friends and you love them, but like, I don't think we can put them at the same, like, understanding, yeah. almost. And they haven't had the same spiritual experiences as you, you have had. personally. Well, that's the thing. Scientists are wise and they know a lot of things about, like, our physical bodies and stuff, yeah. but um, if we believe that we are created in God's image and that we are divine beings with divine potential, then there's a lot of things about our our souls and our spirits that like this world might not be able to perceive mm-hmm. and if if we believe that we have some sort of soul that was created before and that will live on then it, it makes sense to me that not everything we learn or study in this life will be applicable to that yeah and that maybe that we need a being who is our creator that yeah. knows us intimately that way that can counsel us through some of these things like we don't know the effects they have on our spirits or on our souls um even when sometimes like it makes sense like the physical aspects i'm thinking of the word of wisdom or the yeah. law of chastity mm-hmm. or yeah. some things like this mm-hmm. where like it's kind of easy to measure like well this is good for your body or this isn't yeah but, even when it says like well coffee might not some people <laughs> say coffee is good for your body and i really don't know um, right right but maybe god knows something about how it affects us that we don't and maybe we'll never learn that in this life the interesting thing about, like, the word of wisdom, though, is that, like, we're now just learning just now about the effects of meat on our in our bodies, yeah. right? And now it's like, oh, we should actually be eating meat sparingly. It's like the new trend yeah. to, like, be a little bit more vegan in your diet. That's been, like, a thing I that know. we've known since oh, the 1800s. Yeah. Do we practice it? <laughs> not That's what's interesting, too, is um, my little brother has this best friend who's from Germany, and he was, he, they all came out and visited me the other day, and he was asking about the word of wisdom, and my mom was here, too, and my mom was, like, explaining it. And it's, like, so interesting because I think in my head I weight different, like, parts of the word of wisdom heavier than others. Yeah. When in reality, like, what you're, like, the meat sparingly and, like, yeah. all, like being healthy in general is what the word of wisdom is. Yeah. And, like, I'm, like, there's probably things that, like, I need to work on, you know, that aren't, that I'm still, like, I'm not doing all these other things. Right. But, like, have I put enough, like, focus on, like, the entire thing? And that was what was so interesting because she's like, honestly, it's really just to keep us healthy. And like, we do maybe break it in other ways that a lot of times maybe we're not recognizing. And right. it was like a super like interesting thing because I do think like we do put weight on certain things and maybe looking at it like in a broader sense. Yeah. I, I find comfort in knowing there's somebody that knows things I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I have a lot of friends who believe a lot in themselves and I think... 
humans are incredible. Our capability is incredible. <laughs> um, but I find we're also very flawed. <laughs> Knows more. Knows more. Yeah. Like I don't spend my time wisely, and like I don't know. I'm not. I don't take care of my body the way I should all the time. And like. Yeah, and I got other things on my mind. If someone could just tell me what to eat, (laughs) great. (laughs) Like honestly, I don't want to do too much of the research. Like I'd be okay with that. So no, I I I think also when it comes down to it, it's just. I know it to be true because I use the tool, the Holy Ghost, Mm -hmm. to testify that it is true. Mm -hmm. And then that is the instrument in which I measure truth. Mm -hmm. And And that's what this all That's what it's about. Yeah. 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 Okay. Moving on. Yeah. I need the Holy Ghost in order to understand the things of God. I think we can move on from there. (laughs) I think we did. And, oh, okay. So... I also like this, the very, very end, it says improving personal study. Be patient with yourself. Paul taught that milk comes before meat when we are learning the gospel. If you find that some doctrines are difficult to understand now, be patient. Trust that answers will come as you have faith and diligently study. I love that because I, I love that. believe that's true. I've seen it in my own life when I've, I've had difficulties with certain parts of the gospel and I was like, man, I don't know if I could push through this, but over time and continually just going to church and study, i finally was able to find my answers and feel the spirit and feel relief from those the weight of those unanswered yeah Yeah. Yeah, I think it's like keep the main thing the main thing like we yeah crucified like when you focus on that like other things take take their place in in the picture of of the gospel for sure yeah I like that patient yeah and then like it it gets too complex like I feel like you can always go back to like the milk and your foundation and you're like simple testimony because I feel like that's what I always try to do because when things get overwhelming instead of just like a talk when I was younger really helped when it was like when you find a fault don't like break your own like break down your own testimony lean on others and like lean on your simple testimony of like okay these are a few things I do know and I'm not gonna now just be like everything's wrong right it's like okay this is the milk like I do know these things I remember these things these things have happened to me my family like people I trust and love have shared these things yeah and like you do you can like rely on milk for a long time and then you'll just you'll be able to build yeah yeah yeah, yeah. even if you're locked with some even if you're lactose yeah, intolerant, there's the different kinds of, of milk. Oh, milk. <laughs> and it's all within the gospel. 